And before we begin our Torah study, let's pray together. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolam, asher kitshanu v'mitzvotav v'tzivanu, la'asok b'divrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. This week, Torah chapter, Behar, is translated from Hebrew as on the mountain. This refers to the events on Mount Sinai, the giving of the Torah, and the part of this chapter speaks about the year of Jubilee. Let us open Leviticus chapter 25, verse 8 through verse 11. Leviticus 25, verse 8 through verse 11. So let us read together. You are to count off seven Shabbatot of years, seven times seven years. So that the time is seven Shabbatot of years, 49 years. Then on the 10th day of the seventh month, on Yom Kippur, you are to sound a shofar blast. You are to sound the shofar all throughout your land. You are to make the 50th year holy and proclaim liberty throughout the land to, to all its inhabitants. It is to be a jubilee to you when each of you is to return to his own property and each of you is to return to his family. That 50th year will be your jubilee. The year of jubilee. In Hebrew, Shnat Yovel, is the year of forgiveness, a festive year that comes after the seven Shabbat or Sabbath years, the last year of the 50-year cycle. The Lord commanded the Jewish people that every 50th year was a special year of Jubilee, a year when agricultural work was stopped in Israel. The land was not plowed and sown so that the soil could be restored. The entire year was quite special, as it was a time of restoration, a time to bring everything back into God's order, according to His commands. One of the most important mitzvot or commands that the Lord gave to Moses is that this year was declared the year of forgiveness of all debts and all debtors. All land was to be returned to those who had to sell their inheritance in order to pay their debts. It was an extraordinary time of new beginnings, a new start given equal opportunity to every Jew who lived in the land of Israel. What a wonderful time it was. The name of the Jubilee year in Hebrew, Yovel, comes from the shofar sound. And we know that a shofar is made from the ram's horn, ram's horn. The reason for this name is that this year began with the blowing of the shofar. In some commentaries, the ram's horn symbolized the ram that was offered on the altar in place of Isaac, binding of Isaac. And we also know that from scripture, that the sound of the shofar often symbolized the voice of God to us, His call to all of us. 
In the same book, book of Leviticus 25.9, is said here, Then on the tenth day of the seventh month on Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, you are to sound a shofar blessed. You are to sound the shofar all throughout your land. It is commandment from the Lord. Regarding the shofar sounding at the beginning of the year, there is one significant distinction between the year of Jubilee and all other years. The command for other years is to blow the shofar on the biblical holiday of Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. And it is with the sound of the shofars that the new year begins in the regular year. However, for the Jubilee year, the 50th anniversary year, the shofar is to be sounding on Yom Kippur, not Rosh Hashanah, but Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year. And therefore, at the end of Yom Kippur, the shofar is still blown in the synagogues to commemorate the anniversary year. So, on this very special year, it was not until this cleansing and forgiveness had taken place, not until the priest received atonement in the presence of God, that the Jubilee year, a year of complete forgiveness and restoration, could begin. This year was the year of atonement. Another name for this year in Hebrew, Shnat Dror, which means year, the year of liberty. Ezekiel chapter 46, verse 17. We can find this name in Ezekiel 46, 17. I would like to read this for all of us. But if he gives of his inheritance, as a gift to one of his servants, it will be his until the year of liberty. Year of liberty, Shnat Dror. When it will revert to the prince, his inheritance will belong to his sons. And Dror from Hebrew means liberty or freedom. In Leviticus chapter 25, the same chapter 25, verse 39 through verse 42. I would like to read it. If your brother has grown poor among you and sells himself to you, you must not subject him to slave labor. Let him stay with you as a hired worker or as a temporary resident. He will work for you until the year of Jubilee. Then he is to be released from you he and his children with him and may return to his own family and to the property of his fathers and verse 42 let us read carefully for they are my servants whom i brought out of the land of egypt they are not to be sold in a slave sale leviticus 25 the lord told his people israel that they came out of Egyptian slavery, not to become enslaved again. Freedom is the, in the Lord was the ultimate goal for his people, for people of Israel. And this is why the Jewish tradition connects the year of Jubilee with Messianic expectations, the Messianic era. According to the teachings of the Torah and the prophets, Messiah will come 
and the great shuva, great repentance, restoration, forgiveness, and freedom to the Jewish people will begin. Begin. It will be the year of jubilee, the messianic era. This is the hope for Israel, the Mashiach, the Messiah, the Anointed One. In today's half Torah portion, we found a prophecy from the great Jewish prophet Ishayagu or Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. Isaiah 61, 1. Here's the prophecy about uh, Jubilee, year of Jubilee. Isaiah 61, 1. The Ruach of Adonai Elohim, the Spirit of Lord our God. The Ruach of Adonai Elohim is on me because Adonai has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty of the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. This is the prophecy about the Messiah. This is the description of his work, prophetic description. And if you remember, Yeshua began his work with the reading of the scroll of Isaiah, chapter 61. It was the proclamation of the good news, the jubilee year, and the beginning of the messianic era. I would like to open Luke chapter 4. I would like to start with verse 6. Luke chapter 4, 6. Here's about Yeshua. And he came to Nazareth where he had been raised. As was his custom, he went into the synagogue on Shabbat and he got up to read. It was his custom. Every Shabbat he was in the synagogue reading the Torah and the scroll of prophets. Verse 17. When the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, he unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, verse 18, the Ruach Adonai, the Spirit of the Lord, is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free the oppressed, and to proclaim the year of Adonai's favor. This is the year of Jubilee. In verse 20, Yeshua closed the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue were focused on him. Then he began to tell them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your ears. At that moment, that very moment, Yeshua's words were the sound of the shofar announcing freedom and victory to all Israel and all the peoples of the earth. With, with the fulfillment of this prophecy from the book of Isaiah chapter 61, the true prophetic meaning of the Jubilee year was revealed. Thanks to Yeshua, last inheritance is returned to us. The last inheritance is the last righteousness, the last relationship with God. We can live today as restored and accepted children of God. Mazel tov, mishpacha.
you are the children, the child of God. Today we have the greatest gift, Teshua, the opportunity to turn to God no matter where you stand today, no matter your current condition. You can come to the Lord. You can turn to Him. I would like to share with you one very important truth. Yeshua is the gate into the year of Jubilee. I would like to read John chapter 10, verse 7 through verse 10. John 10, 7 through 10. So Yeshua said again, Amen, Amen, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All those who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. Verse 9, I am the gate. If anyone comes in through me, he will be saved. He will come and go and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, slaughter, and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. This is one of my favorite places. I have come, Yeshua come, that they might have life and have it abundantly. And now let me point you to the source of our freedom in Yeshua. Who is our source? Who is our freedom? This is in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. This is the, from the book of Isaiah. Luke 4, 18. The Ruach Adonai is on me. The Holy Spirit, Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me. The Ruach. The Holy Spirit is the source of God's freedom. His anointing is the key to abundant life in the Lord, only through the Spirit of the Lord. This is why it's said in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where is the Ruach Adonai, or Spirit of the Lord? There is freedom. There is freedom. Where the Ruach Adonai is, there is freedom. If you want to find freedom, the only way to find freedom is in the Spirit of the Lord, is in the Holy Spirit. We are approaching one of the biblical Jewish feasts, the Feast of Shavuot, Pentecost, the first fruit. And the central message of these days is to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to embrace the power to live a holy life. Today, it is essential to fully understand Yeshua's message on the year of Jubilee, the freedom we have in Him, and the right approach to the Messianic era in which we live. You know, in the time of Yeshua, there were many different groups of people, many different political and religious parties who were divided by different expectations of the Messiah and different views on biblical freedom. Some waited for the Messiah, the king, son of David, who was to bring freedom from Rome. They were sure, they were sure in this. Others were expecting that Messiah would bring total peace to the earth. And that was their expectation of the great exodus from the troubles of this world. Today is the same. So many political parties, divisions, hatred, and so many people are looking for freedom in the wrong direction. 
but Yeshua opened the new way, the Lord's freedom, the reality of the spiritual life, and eternal abundance in the Holy Spirit. I'd like to read one important verse from the book of Acts. I believe this verse reveals the reason for the success of the growth and blessing of the early Messianic synagogue, the first Messianic synagogue. It is in book of Acts chapter 9, verse 31, Acts 9, 31. So here's the key for our success too. So Messiah's community throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had shalom and was built up. Walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, it kept multiplying. The word comfort in Greek, parakles, means to comfort, instruct, encourage. And we know that one of the names of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament is parakletos, from Greek means comforter, advocate, intercessor. This is why in the book of John 14, 16, Yeshua promised to us, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, or parakletos, comforter, intercessor, so he may be with you forever. And here's the conclusion for us today. The secret to the growth, success, and security of the first Messianic community was in the presence of the Holy Spirit, because he is the source of freedom to all of us. I believe today the most important question we need to ask is where the Holy Spirit leads us. What does he want to do among us? This is the source to our success to our freedom and to our blessing. May the Lord lead us and may the Lord show us the way how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, how to be filled with his presence and how to find freedom, not anywhere else, but in the Holy Spirit and through the Holy Spirit. Because we all live in this messianic era, era of Messiah. Amen. In the end, I want to remind you that if Beth Israel is a blessing to you, Please consider being a blessing to Beth Israel. From Rabbi David, Rabbits and Sandy, Ina and me, and all Beth Israel team, Shabbat Shalom. We will close with Aaron's blessing as we normally do at Beth Israel, and we will return to Eric's home for a final song. So let us pray together. Shalom. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpacha. Shabbat Shalom.